Ladies and gentlemen, images of the recent horrors unleashed by the Islamic State have spread all over the world via YouTube and social media. Our cowardly political leaders deny that there is any justification in Islam for these acts. They say ISIS does not represent the true Islam. But nothing, nothing could be further from the truth. The following video demonstrates that the Islamic State has returned to the core instructions recorded in the Quran, which Muslims consider to be the word of Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's absolutely clear that the Islamic State is the real Islam. Yeah, I think that it was more open, more uh, unapologetic, more aggressive. And that's primarily because of the fact that the Islamic State considers itself to be the caliphate. Under Sunni Islamic law, the caliph is the only person authorized to wage offensive jihad. Not many people are aware of the fact that uh, in the absence of the caliph, as has been the situation for the last 90 years, the only jihad that is permissible is defensive. And that's why when Osama bin Laden and others have explained why they uh, do what they do, why they pulled off the 9-11 attacks and others, they always explain the attacks in terms of a long list of grievances. The Kufar did this, the infidels did that, the Jews did something else, and therefore it is necessary for us to strike back. The Islamic State has no such obligation because considering itself and styling itself the new caliphate, it, can, it has not only the right but the responsibility to wage jihad gratuitously against non-Muslim entities. Es ist ein Video der Selbstdarstellung, ein Video, mit dem Propaganda betrieben werden soll, mit dem mobilisiert werden soll, mit dem rekrutiert werden soll, mit dem eine Art Weltherrschaftsanspruch gestellt werden soll. Ich glaube, dass es um eine neue Qualität in der islamischen Welt geht, denn die ISIS stellt sich eigentlich als eine der kompaktesten Kondensate der islamischen Weltanschauung und der islamischen Religion in der Geschichte des Islam überhaupt da. Sie ist sozusagen archetypisch alles das, was den Islam ausmacht. This is purification jihad that's taken against the apostates, which is what they call the Shia, and against those who are Sunni but working with the government whom they call hypocrites. So this murder and mayhem that's going on is for the purification of Islam. And this, once again, is pure Islam. One of the main objections we keep hearing from Western leaders and the media is that the Islamic State is killing Muslims, and therefore the Islamic State doesn't represent Islam. The assumption here is that Islam forbids the killing of Muslims in all circumstances, and that's just nonsense. According to Muhammad, there are three reasons to kill someone who has become a Muslim. At minute 1619. Here they say they're hunting 
Rafidi. These are Shia, Shia Muslims. So therefore they need to be, they call them apostates, rejectors, and so they're to be murdered. In Sunan An-Nasai 4062, we read, the messenger of Allah said, it is not permissible to shed the blood of a Muslim except in three cases, a man who commits adultery after having married, or one who kills intentionally, in which case he deserves retaliation, or one who apostatizes after having become a Muslim, in which case he deserves to be killed. So if you become a Muslim and you commit adultery, Muslims are supposed to kill you. If you become a Muslim and you kill one of your fellow Muslims without justification, Muslims are supposed to kill you. And if you become a Muslim and you apostatize, you leave the religion, Muslims are supposed to kill you. Now here we're at a tomb and they go on, this is where some saint or imam is buried and they're going to destroy all these. And they also point out to you that this is not some random violence. They give you the hadith, Bukhari, Abu Muslim, as to why these things should be destroyed. Es geht einerseits um die Auseinandersetzung mit dem, was im Islam als Schirk bezeichnet wird, also mit denjenigen, die uh, sozusagen beigesellen. Also da werden zunächst einmal die Schiiten angesprochen. There's a word you'll see in the subtitles, S-A-F-A-W-I. And what this is, this means the Shia, as opposed to the Sunni. They speak about apostates fleeing. What they mean here is that the Shia Muslims are fleeing. You need to know that you're looking at a Shia mosque here. And inside the Shia mosque, you see something that looks like a cage. Uh, that's the way it looks, a cell or something. But this is the tomb of a saint or an imam. And the Sunnis despise this because it's, they say it is shirk. Es werden Sequenzen dargestellt, wo es darum geht, die Stadt Samara, auch symbolisch in der Geschichte der Auseinandersetzung mit den Schiiten, äh, zu zerstören. Samara war eines der Zentren der safavidischen Dynastie, die eine schiitische, eine Simashia Dynastie war, die auch mit dem Osmanischen Reich lange in kriegerischer Auseinandersetzung gestanden sind. Und diese Stadt wird auf brutale Art und Weise zerstört. Sie wird äh, sozusagen auch symbolisch dem Erdboden gleich gemacht. Auch alles das, was an äh, sogenannten Heiligtümern in dieser Stadt sind, an Schreine und an Minareten. Das ist die eine Sequenz. Yes, uh, the video made use of a number of terms that would be known to a Muslim who has studied his religion and are not easily translated by a single term in English. And, uh, for example, uh, it's, uh, there was some place toward the end of the video where the uh, caliph, I believe, is speaking, and he says that victory is patience in Akida and Manhaj. Uh, Akida being uh, creed, or the proper belief, that is, there's no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his prophet, and Manhaj being the, uh, uh, the, the study of the Islamic texts in order to determine the truth. And so what he's saying is, is that our victory is precisely grounded in our fidelity to Islam, in nothing else. And this is something that is emphasized throughout the video in other ways as well. Es wird das gesamte Vokabular benutzt, das im Islam eine zentrale Bedeutung hat. Das Vokabular, wie gesagt, Schirk, der Muschrikiken und der Murtadun und sozusagen also der Ungläubigen, der Abtrünnigen, diejenigen, die alle etwas beigesellen und daher des Todes sind. 
Die Todesfolge ist die unmittelbare Konsequenz der Abtrünnigkeit und es wird exemplifiziert, was passiert, wenn man sozusagen nicht dem Imam untersteht und sich der Wahnlehre verschließt. Several times in the film you'll see this, well actually with the right hand. You need to notice this. This is, to use a technical term, a mudra, and it symbolizes Allah, who is one, Taweed. So this is like the Islamic salute. And if you'll notice, it occurs several places throughout the video, including as an icon on a barrier on the road. Also nichts, was hier dargestellt wird, nichts, was hier visualisiert wird, was nicht in einem unmittelbaren, ganz engen und expliziten Zusammenhang mit den Glaubensgrundlagen des Islam steht. Now then, at minute 1750. Notice the sermon here. It's about religious morale and a very religious sermon. This is not about the actual killing and war, this is about things, ideas like your faith in Allah is worth a hundred cannons or a thousand cannons. This is a spiritual event because jihad is spiritual and religious. There are an awful lot of terms like that that have very specific meanings in Islam that would fly right by the uninformed viewer of this video. For example, at one point, one of the leaders says, you have prepared what you could of strength which sounds as if you've gotten ready for battle and they're about to go in and wage war and so it makes perfect sense but you've prepared what you could of strength is a, a, a very specific Quranic reference to the Quran chapter 8 verse 60 which uh, says prepare against them whatever you are able of strength and of the steeds of war by which you may strike terror into the hearts of the enemies of Allah and your enemy. The Welt, die hier dargestellt wird, ist eine Welt des Schreckens, die aber offensichtlich ihre Anhänger in einem unglaublichen Ausmaß attrahiert. Die Gewalttätigkeit, die hier zelebriert wird und für die sich frühere Terrorregime wie der Kommunismus und der Nationalsozialismus quasi nach außen geschämt hat oder das mit einer gewissen Verstecktheit betrieben hat, diese Gewalt wird hier offen dargestellt, es wird ihr gefrönt, sie wird als Allheilmittel der Verwirklichung der islamischen Idee dargestellt. Und ich glaube, dass man auch hier diesen notwendigen Bezug zum koranischen Gottesbild, zum Bild Allahs erkennen muss. Wenn es in der Sure 327 zum Beispiel heißt, ob Allah die Ungläubigen sofort zertreten wird, ob er ihnen noch einmal eine Gelegenheit zur Bekehrung gibt, um sie dann nachher zu zertreten und endgültig zu zerstören, es geht dich nichts an, egal, sie sind Frevler. This is how the Islamic State is appealing to young Muslims to uh, get off their couches in the United States or Canada or Britain and go to Iraq and Syria and wage jihad. And so this is the kind of appeal that they're making. And it is not so much on the basis, as I said, of previous, as previous terrorist appeals have been, on the basis of look at the terrible things that the unbelievers are doing, but rather on the basis of the glory and the excitement and the uh, honor of being a warrior for the caliphate and a, uh, somebody who is uh, uh, an, uh, a soldier of the Caliph. And uh, it's, it, if you're knowledgeable about the Quran, then you can watch the thing and see how many Quranic references just fly by, uh, which is a conscious, of course, decision by the leaders of the Islamic State to ground their appeal in uh, the idea that this is proper obedience to Allah. This is the proper understanding of uh, how to obey Allah. 
Abu Bakr launched what are called the apostate wars. Everyone had to be brought in line with orthodox Islamic doctrine and practice. If you didn't stick to the fundamentals of Islam, Abu Bakr was coming to kill you. Es gibt im gesamten Koran nirgendwo einen Hinweis, der darauf hinauslaufen sollte, Gewalt zu domestizieren oder auch, zu, auch nur zu reglementieren, geschweige denn sie zu ächten. Gewalt ist die Ultima Ratio im Koran jedweder Art von Problemlösung. Und das tut ISIS in all ihren Sequenzen und in all ihren Auftrittsaktivitäten. ISIS ist sozusagen die Verkörperlichung der reinen Lehre und nichts weniger als das, was wir in den westlichen Medien immer wieder serviert bekommen, nämlich, dass sie eine Gruppe von Terroristen wären, die die Religion des Islam missbrauchen. Das Gegenteil ist der Fall. And what is the Islamic State doing? Exactly what Abu Bakr, Muhammad's closest companion and the first of the rightly guided caliphs did. In fact, what was the war name selected by the new caliph of the Islamic State? Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. He's the new Abu Bakr doing for the new caliphate what the original Abu Bakr did for the original caliphate. So when Western politicians and the media say that the Islamic State is going against Islam, they're saying that Abu Bakr and Muhammad's closest companions went against Islam. And no one who understands Islam would ever say that because Muhammad himself declared that the greatest generation of Muslims was the first generation.